It's time to hammer. Okay. Now I gotta really try hard. Shut it down! Somehow it's the best. The Young Chunks Podcast. Yum Chunks! Hello, nerds, and welcome to After the Credits, a Yum Chunks podcast. I am your host, Sean Davis, and with me tonight are our other hosts. We got Ryan Davis. Yay. And Chris Schmidt. Why do we talk to these nerds? I don't get it. If we weren't getting paid as much as we were, I would not be doing it. Um, But we are, so I'm here, and we're doing it. Uh, Welcome, everyone. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. Um, We are going to be talking about... Teen Titans go to the movies tonight. Um, it's a movie that we saw, so we thought, well, I had we to saw, go to the movies. We saw this to movie. Watch other people go to the movies. Um, yeah, so that's what. We'll, that's a film. Well, yeah, it's a film. It's a masterpiece. <laughs> I don't even want to hear it. I don't want to hear I, anything other than that one thought. If you disagree with me, just stop recording right now. We're just this is just me. And it's It'll a short episode. Short episode, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, yeah. So before we get to that, though, is Chris, you're back. What uh, what adventures have you gone on? Oh man, the adventures. Did you go? Didn't you go to Hawaii? Did you see Vince's? Did you like mirror Vince's adventures? Uh, Hawaii, like a year ago. Oh, that's right. I don't know. Why did I think you went like two weeks ago? Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> it's random. Uh, I don't know. Mom and dad went to <laughs> Oh, that's right. Hawaii. My parents went to Hawaii. Uh, I mean, I've been busy with work. Um, boring. I know. Video game industry. Nothing's bo- more boring. Nothing's boringer. Uh, I've almost done with persona 5 i started up and and pretty far through my hero academia since everybody won't shut up about that freaking show i thought about starting that does that live <laughs> yeah. up to the hype uh okay i was i i don't know what hype you were hearing but people were talking to me about like this was like the the re- the the second renaissance for anime or whatever and Uh i will say it to me is not living up to the hype however that being said it is still a very good anime and show and worth watching so why is it not living so how's it not living up to the hype because people were building it up like it was some great freaking i mean to me like a great anime is something like Trigun or Cowboy Bebop or Samurai Champloo. And I know that's cheating because those are from the same director, except for the Trigun one. But like, and like, I don't know. Well, what's a, what's a modern anime you feel that's really, really good. Uh, Darker than black was probably the last great one that I, I really enjoyed. Uh, I haven't Did, heard of that. I haven't watched that one. Do you ever watch that one, Ryan? Mm, uh, which one? I don't think so. I'll have to look it up. I don't think so. Though. Maybe it's my obsession with what I now know to be a hard magic system, but I really love Dark in the Black. But don't get me wrong. I, I've, you should watch My Hero Academia. It is a really good anime, and it doesn't seem overly long. And it's got pretty high-quality animation overall. It's from the guys that did the Full Metal Alchemist anime, so it's got pretty, pretty cool fight scenes and such. And... 
it's a cool concept. It's just the the creator even said like he was mostly influenced by X Men, and you could totally tell that that's the case because it's a high school about people with mutant powers that are learning. Sounds hmm. fun. Yeah, right. sounds cool. Maybe we'll check it out. But yeah, it's good. No, no, it's good. It takes. For me to be like, all right, this is actually really good. It took me about halfway through season two. Everything before that was just kind of like run of the fair, serialized anime. You know, like your Naruto's and One Pieces and such. But once you get about halfway through season two, it really starts to pick up a bit. I mean, I don't think the story is as revolutionary as it pretends to be, but it's still really good. What what about uh how long is it? What's, what kind of commitment are we talking uh, about? The first season was like thirteen episodes, and okay. then the second season I think is around twenty five. Okay. There is a third season, but it isn't dubbed yet, and I started it dubbed, and I'll finish it that way because that's how I roll. All right. Oh, it's just a, you're not a real anime fan. It really comes down to whatever I usually listen to something as first is what it sticks, what I stick to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll have to check it out. Uh, I haven't watched any anime in a while. I think the last one I watched was that one on that Netflix, um, Double Man Crybaby. Oh, that one was pretty good. It was, yeah, it was pretty good. It's super freaking uh, dark. Insane. Yeah, it's it insane was... and dark. And just like, <laughs> all right, I guess that's what, that's what happens. <laughs> yep. Uh, I think Kay was watching it for a bit too, but she never finished it. She was like, it's too much. Yeah, I mean it's it's interesting. There is some of the most disturbing. Like there's there's a few things that's super disturbing. But no, well, anyways. Uh, but I'll have to check out My Hero Academia. Yeah, I'm just watching it on Hulu. Hulu's got it on the Hulu. All right, so that's you heard cool. it here. Chris thinks it's the best anime since Cowboy Trigun. Cow Cham- Champloo. Cowgun. Cowgun Champloo. Um, <laughs> oh man, I'd watch cool. that show. <laughs> uh, what about Ryan? Ryan, what have you been up to? Uh, I've seen some movies and some shows and some things. Um, I don't think I've mentioned on the show, but I did end up seeing that Sicario two, the oh. reckoning of Sicario. Uh, no, I don't. The subtitle is something. It's day. It, the day of the soldat. Yeah, which is weird. Like, it but doesn't make. Why do they? Make why is it half in English? And, yeah, I didn't understand yeah. that. Like, anyway, Dia de los Soldados. Yeah, right. Or, I don't. Like, I mean, the they're like, making the they're, they're making a sequel to to that to Sicario. Obviously, they're jumping the shark. I, yeah, like a, that, <laughs> of all the movies that got a sequel, it's such a weird one to do a sequel on. And if if you couldn't tell based on the fact that they did a sequel, they're doing a third one um, to make it into this weird cinematic universe of. Uh, I don't know, like, uh, yeah, it it wasn't strictly a bad film or anything. I mean, the first one was pretty good, and this one is I mean, mostly okay. Other than the actors, the writers, the director, every, everybody behind the scenes was different. Yeah, no, that doesn't surprise me at all. Um, it, yeah, there's, yeah, uh, but the acting is good, so I will say that. Um, so besides that, I saw this Netflix movie called Extinction with Michael Pena. Would not oh, recommend. Sorry. Would not recommend. <laughs> is uh, there a Netflix movie you would recommend? <laughs> uh, yes, this movie called Abiza. I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, <laughs> it's fantastic. I've heard. I read it on Politico, so I would trust that. Um, <laughs> uh, I also saw Mission Impossible 6. 
you should we should watch that we should oh that's a good that. idea oh, i've what? also seen uh, that what a, what a, know, maybe we should do a podcast maybe that'll that, spark Sean. a conversation yeah also real recommendation here sorry to bother you one of the best movies i've seen all year fan freaking tastic <laughs> Uh, I do want to see that, and I do plan on seeing that, and I think we should do an episode on that, but I don't know if we could get yeah. buy-in from anyone else. Yeah. I, I'll i see if I can go see it. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, I mean, not to get you off topic here, but I mean, Aaron's watched it. We could bring him into this. Yeah. I mean, yep, the whole point true. is this to be easily accessible, yeah. so. Yeah. Um, he was the one that recommended it. Um. Did I, so? I don't know. I, don't I, know. Just, I'm not sure. I have lots yeah. of friends who've recommended it. So. Yeah, same here. But uh, anyway, besides that, I went to the Beach House concert last night, and that was also fantastic. So, so there you have it. Sing us one of those songs. Um, and then they go to the beach, and it's gonna be fun. Uh, so, man, I'm sorry I missed it. That's yeah, it was pretty good. Um, so that's there you go. That's, that's what cool. I did. Sean, what have you been up to? Now that you have a car, you can What's the see like? all the movies. Well, it's it, I've actually been pretty busy, and it's a good thing I did get a car. Well, not really a good thing. <laughs> it is actually a bummer. The check engine light's already freaking on, and it's, God, cars are awful. Yeah, I'm they get are. A car. I hate but them. But the check engine light's on. Um, anyways, actually, so this last weekend I was pretty busy. I, I took part in a 48-hour 40 film festival. That was oh, wow. fun. That was crazy. That's cool. Um, uh, I have a good friend whose name is Jordan, and he has a media, basically, kind of studio. Him and his co-director, Matt Glass, uh, they're, you should check them out. They're, they're called Half Cut T Media. You should do a search. You could find them. They have some Emmys. They actually are really awesome. They have some films, short films and stuff. Anyways, they were doing a 48-hour film festival, and I helped them out, and it was super fun. It was a lot of work, and it was crazy because you have to make a movie in 48 hours. Is I mean, a short film. It was, it was yeah. like seven minutes, but... But That's it was cool. super cool, and got to meet a lot of. Where cool can people. we watch your video movie? It it's not. I mean, it's not available yet because it. Um, they literally submitted it yesterday, um, as of this recording, anyway. And so they have to go through all the like the screening process or the the festival committee and all that stuff. So it's not available for another like three weeks in terms of public consumption. So they will hopefully have a teaser for it. They'll they'll cut like a forty five second little trailer teaser. Um, at which point, hopefully, that'll be available. Um, if you really are interested, though, just go to like Half Cut T Media or HCT Media, and they'll probably have something posted there as soon as they have something available. So, cool. How does it compare to the masterpieces that this small company, Young Chunks, put out? Well, I mean, those are pretty high standards, so I don't want to like compare yeah, apples to oranges. <laughs> Um, I did consistently say that during the production, you know, when we made a gentle hike <laughs> or during a per- filming of a perfect present, this is what we did. Uh, no, it was and super they're fun. like awesome. That's good to know. We'll do the exact opposite. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, what else? Aside from that, I actually, I've actually guest starred on a couple other podcasts. If people want to hear my stupid voice, a non yum chunks fashion. I was on some good friends' podcast. One's called Marvel Star Wars Explorers. Um, they talk about old Star Wars comics from the 1970s and 80s when Star Wars first came out. And they just like kind of review the comics. It's really fun. Um, I was on a, a, a episodes of that. And then I was also on a podcast called Reopening the Wormhole. Another good friend of mine. And they basically just reviewed Deep Space Nine episodes in random order. And I was on an episode of that. And that was hilarious. Um be warned, though, you 
probably want to be a hardcore Deep Space Nine fan because that it's like a three hour episode of us talking about a forty five minute episode of Deep Space Nine. You know, I would expect a three hour anything dissection, I guess, of a hard sci fi show just to show how hard the nerds are that watch hard sci-fi oh we shows. dissected all that we definitely weren't just getting drunk and talking about this line <laughs> and making fun of it or anything it was definitely a thorough examination um no it was super fun but uh yeah i've been doing that and then actually i just got this game called chasm came out last week i don't know if you guys have heard oh of yeah it, i know that game yeah um it's been pretty I chose fun not to um i've been kind of following for years it's been kickstarter and you know been in development for years it finally came out last week and it's fun it's basically uh procedural metroidvania um it's pretty vanilla in terms of everything about it it's it's solid gameplay but there's nothing exciting original about it and the procedural aspect that you know the roguelike where it's randomly generated it's like oh that's a cool idea but actually like you're not you it doesn't have permadeath so you don't ever actually experience it unless you want to play through the entire game again you know what i'm saying oh Does that make sense? yeah right yeah. because you start a game and like it you're just playing the game and it, there's nothing randomness about it when you're playing through the one time like you know yeah. what i'm saying like yeah so it's kind of a weird interesting thing i mean if i, I don't know maybe i'd play through it again it would be fun knowing that's a completely different map and stuff but as it is right now it just feels like a normal you know, pixel art Metroidvania throwback, which which I'm fine with. It's just not anything revolutionary. Huh, but it's still fun. That's cool. I beat this game recently called Everspace. It was actually a space sim, but it's actually a roguelike in mm. terms of mechanics and stuff. So yeah. every time you play through it, you know, as you die, because you just die a bunch, it's like a completely different universe that you're playing through. Yeah. So it's actually, it was kind of a cool twist on, you know, an old flavor you know so it's kind of cool that's cool i'll have to look for that um and yeah that's that's about i haven't watched anything i finished the first half of kimmy schmidt or whatever the episodes are available on kimmy schmidt yeah and that's i'm way behind all of you guys have already finished it but it's still hilarious so worth mentioning Anyways, uh, cool. Well, lots of fun stuff. Um, and we all also killed Vince and Chewie. So That's right. I, we did I always feel obligated to mention anyone who's not on the show and what we have done with them while they are not on the show. How did we kill them? Um, viewers write in, or listeners write in and tell us how we killed them. Suggest so ways <laughs> we killed New means of Vince murder. Yes. We're always looking for suggestions. Uh, cool. All right. Well, that was fun. Let's uh, get into the main course. And that is Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Um, we'll be getting into spoiler stuff. So if you are interested in watching this film and don't want to spoil, turn it off now, but still give us five stars as if you had listened to the whole thing. Um, anyways, yeah. Teen Titans Go to the Movies. I just, I literally walked out of the theater of it like less than an hour ago. So it's still like fresh in my mind. So fresh. Fresh off yep. the grill. It's always fresh in my mind. You're just having flashbacks of it nonstop. I am. I also bought the soundtrack, so I've been listening to the music nonstop. Are and they, he's, yeah. he also has Google Glass and it's just constantly playing. <laughs> it's true. At work, you're just walking around doing work. And his teen time singing. Playing. Singing the songs while I work. Uh, well, are they good flashbacks? Yeah, I pretty, I I really enjoyed that movie. 
it was a good comedy, solid comedy, lots of good jokes. I mean, obviously there's some childish jokes in there because it is a child's movie, but I thought there was also a lot of really smart meta jokes in it for comic book fans and such and adults. True yeah, I, I agree. I thought there was a good balance between uh, stupid kid jokes that were still kind of like you're embarrassed to laugh at almost. Uh, and then some good uh, meta jokes for those that were super nerdy in the audience. I mean, the the biggest one being Stan Lee's cameo, I guess, multiple times. Yeah, I mean, I think there were some more subtle jokes in that, but that was. Well, I wasn't good. going for subtlety. I was just going for nerdy. Well, I just mean you don't have to be a big nerd to get that. I guess. But yeah, no, that was a good joke. That was very good. <laughs> I mean, it's to me, it is crazy that they got Stan Lee. One, because it's crazy that Stan Lee wouldn't be under some stupid contract by Marvel, barring such a situation. Maybe they were like, yeah. there's no way he'll say yes to anything like this, so we don't even need to bother. And now they're probably like, oh, my God. I mean, I, I like I thought the same thing at first, but then I was thinking about more. I was like, but like, he's not a slave. What do, I mean, what do you mean? Yeah. He can't be in other things? Marvel, I don't know if you've read this, but Marvel keeps all their actors on leashes. <laughs> they, like, if he was a normal actor, it would have been weird that, like, let's say he was just some actor from the MCU. No actors from the MCU could appear in the DC movies. I mean, I've read that they're not allowed to. Unless while they're under contract at Marvel, I don't know about that. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I just think that I don't know. I mean, I feel like there are actors that have been in both. Well, no, well, that's because it would be after their contract was over or before their contract was started. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I, don't, I, I mean, don't I'd have to read. I would have to look at the fine contract. But like, what? I, I, like it maybe if it's like the old like the old studio systems from the the forties or something in fifties where the co- actors were contracted with a studio for however many films maybe it's something like that but like how do you how do you word a contract like does it say the Marvel Cinematic Universe in the contract maybe it does I don't know it just the idea of that seems kind of funny to me like these all these lawyers and in the fine print it has to say like the Guardians no <laughs> you cannot like with weird sci fi terms and mixed in with this legal jargon no right. well, why why would it need to be weird sci-fi <laughs> because they have to reference okay. these things to make sure it's clear what's part of the mcu no they probably just mention like properties and licenses i don't think they're going to get into you know chris evans can't yeah. fly around space right now <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know like like that's how it was with the fox stuff and galactus can't appear in any of this that is Marvel true stuff, actually that's right? a good point Although, I but mean, Galactus isn't a human being; he's not a really person. <laughs> yeah, but there's got to be some contract still drawn up about that, right? I do actually want to read that legal contract. Galactus may not appear. Like, and the, I can just All... imagine like a judge like reading these contracts. Like, what are you? What is this? Uh, Anyways, we're getting a little off topic. Yeah, we are. Anyways, we should probably explain no, like what Teen Titans more is on topic for our. Yeah unknowledgeable viewers well this so, brings up actually a good in good question i'll get to after but yeah teen titans what what is it i mean it's lots of things but what is this movie specifically right what do you, it's, what do you, what do you mean are you asking well i mean teen titans originally it was a comic book just like all of these things were started out as a comic book 
and then became a cartoon show. I mean, I don't know the full timeline or history, but essentially the movie is a movie version or, you know, okay. The, so yeah, cartoon. so in the, in the 2000s, there was that popular cartoon network show, Teen Titans, which was based off the comic book, obviously. And from there, it finished its run at like five seasons. Mm-hmm. And then it, as far as I know, it just ended. And that was it. Maybe maybe yeah. it was because it was on in danger of being on the chopping block at the point. I don't know. I can't speak to that. But then it had its five seasons. It ended. And then, I don't know, they were just, they were like, we're desperate for something. Because I remember for a time they were trying, like, they tried, like, that Green Lantern CGI show. They tried, like, The Batman and all these other Batman shows. So they were probably just like, well what's next let's somebody was like hey what if we revitalize this thing that everybody knows from this time period and make it a huge joke so yeah so anyways they came up so they did the film version of what that cartoon was but now they're actually going to do a cart that they're picking up the cartoon again right yeah the the first uh after credits or whatever you call them now yeah uh is the announcement that there's going to be a season six, which I have to assume may air on Cartoon Network, but for the most... Well, it said I, I imagine credits, the, stay tuned to Cartoon Network, or the, it says Teen Titans will return on Cartoon Network. It says that as a title card. So, Yeah, but I have to imagine that the real driving push behind this is the new DC Universe service, because anything that shows on any TV show will probably still end up on that service, so they're probably just trying to bolster the content oh, of that oh, service. Too. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, and in addition to that, if anyone was familiar, I don't know if we mentioned it in our Comic-Con episode, but we, but they are now doing a live-action Teen Titans that takes place in the, uh, is it, I think it takes place in the same universe as the other DC TV shows, right? No. No? Absolutely. It's its own? No. Yeah, it's its own thing. No okay. way. Well, I guess that's <laughs> interesting. Let's make five different DC universes. But, um... Uh, all that being said, it doesn't actually answer the question who the Teen Titans are. The Teen Titans are basically just teenage superheroes from the DC Universe. Well, I mean, in the case of these guys, the, the driving force is Robin, obviously, who at this point, his general character arc is the fact that he's kind of fed up with being Batman's sidekick and is trying to break yeah. out on his own. Well, and, Robin in general is the only one who's familiar enough for the mainstream audience people are yeah. recognize. Right. So I actually think that it was the show in particular that actually brought uh, Cyborg to the limelight because Cyborg's yeah. been part of the Justice League now in most incarnate modern incarnations. I actually think it was the Teen Titans show that brought him to that point, though. Like, everybody liked him and his character, even though he doesn't act like that in the comics or anything. But, you know, like, I feel mm-hmm. like that's that was his real breakout point. Yeah, I could kind of see that because I don't think I was that familiar with him until the the cartoon show um when i became more like oh i guess i know who he is now and then when they announced that they were doing all the cyborg stuff in the dcu um cinematic dcu that it was like oh okay i guess he's a character that's popular enough now but i i recognize him at that point so yeah but yeah i mean they don't really go into his origin ever in the show but his general origin is just the fact that he was in an accident. His father worked at Star Labs and working with like all this weird tech. And it's changed over time, but now it's like a mother box that fuses with him. But before it was just, you know, weird tech 
that made him a cyborg to save his life and such. So that's that's a cyborg story. Uh, he used to be yeah. a football star. Uh, I guess the more interesting story of all those characters is Raven's because she would be one that most people wouldn't know, but she probably has one of the most interesting stories to tell, which they do tell in the show, the original cartoon show, which is that, you know, her father is Trigon, which is a demon, like a super powerful demon that destroys dimensions and such. And he actually, she was born to her mother from a cult because she was bedded by Trigon in this cult, and that gave birth to Raven, and the whole purpose of Raven was to allow Trigon to destroy the Earth, but she's rebelling against that. I feel like we're talking more about the show than the movie, though, now that I think about it. Uh, sure, I guess. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know any of these. None of this is relevant for the movie. <laughs> so that's what you're getting at. Well, they make brief mentions of it. Like, yeah. you know, there's conflict, yeah. and then they go back to their quote-unquote origins right oh yeah and so she's just like i guess i'll just go to back to my dad and... with my dad yeah so which is beast boy is like i'm just gonna go turn into a cat and live in a dumpster <laughs> yeah uh yeah because robin i like unifying i like i like cyborgs is just like i guess i'm gonna go be a successful football player and end my career early due to concussions and <laughs> yeah like this whole kind of doesn't sound as bad at first but then it gets depressing because it's real some social commentary um well i mean i i mentioned earlier so that i mean i i feel like i asked this on a lot of episodes but i still think it's relevant for this who's the audience for this film all uh, ages. It's ki- yeah, it's kids. That's a cop out answer, though, right? All ages. <laughs> it's for everyone. That's not an answer. That's a cop out. I mean, Teen Titans Go is very clearly aimed at kids. I mean, there's no getting around that. <laughs> yeah, so it's a kids' film, definitely. But the, the, I guess there's so much though that even I don't know if the plot necessarily, but there's so much though that would go way over kids' heads. And I'm not even talking about the jokes or not the references. I'm also talking about the jokes. Like, there's a lot of nerd rev like hard deep cut references that right. no kid is gonna care or know about yeah but that's what makes these shows cool to everyone nowadays right i mean I know, that's see... my point though so cool to everyone meaning not children but no 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 they're they're clearly marketing all this stuff to kids it's i guess the parallel Are to they? this yes the parallel to this uh, a perfect example the parallel to this is adventure time adventure time is clearly marketed to kids but anybody that's watched that show knows this is like there's a lot of deep dark stuff to that show that kids aren't gonna really catch on to. So yeah, I mean, I think they're playing uh, a little bit. towards you know our age group, maybe a little bit younger millennials who have a nostalgia towards animated shows that are more than just Simpsons and Family Guy, which are fine in their own right for. Com- Medic purposes, but for shows that are like you know, like Adventure Time and and Teen Titans, and even to a lesser extent the Hanna Barberas, um, it you know allows it's like oh yeah, I want to go see this Teen Titans movie because I know it's not going to be a, I don't know, like a Disney movie, right? But so it's going to give me the fun superhero aspect that I like, but also still remind me of some childish cartoon stuff. Uh yeah, yeah I suppose. 
Uh, I don't know. I just constantly am conflicted with these things where it just feels like they're trying to have their cake and eat it too, which is a stupid saying that doesn't make sense. But you right. get what I'm saying. It's just like it. if you're going to make a kid's movie, make a kid's movie. If you're going to make found... a kid movie for millennials, make a movie for millennials. Like, like I understand what you're asking for, but the fact of the matter is, is they found success in so many shows, so many examples in this realm where it's like, Make something that's colorful and geared towards kids, but has just the back end is for people who grew up with nostalgia in the 90s and such. Right. So, Sean, what's like your argument against doing both? Because I think Chris is right. I think they've found a way to do both and it's successful and I enjoy it more. I guess. Well, I enjoy it because it, like you were saying earlier, there's cringeworthy jokes like like. Yeah. Right. Like as an adult, as a human adult. <laughs> Like I am going to this movie, but like, yeah, but I don't think that's exactly what makes it a kids movie. If you subtracted those cringeworthy jokes from the film, I think it's still a kids movie. I mean, the plot uh, is pretty basic overall. The right? plot, I guess, the yeah. plotting of it, but I, but but I don't think those are kids. Like, right, a good kids movie doesn't mean it has a bad plot or a plot that's. Well, no, make no, I'm sense. not saying because I mean I don't even think this has a bad plot by any. No, I don't. I, I guess I mean I'm, I'm, I'm just saying it's got a simple plot, so it's not something that's like trying to fool the audience right is trying to be colorful and entertaining for kids so to really maintain a kid's attention span you got to be quick and easy to understand uh i suppose i mean i guess to me the counter is things like pixar or a lot of pixar films like wally or up right you could definitely those are kids movies quote unquote but it has appeal wider than a child audience, but the appeal isn't references that adults will get. It's thematic things and messages right. and characters. Right, but right? So my counter to that, we're completely off topic at this point, which was originally going to be the name of our show, um, <laughs> is, but what Pixar movie do kids love the most? Uh, cars? Cars. Exactly. What Pixar movie do adults hate the most? Yeah, I guess <laughs> cars. I'm not sure what's your what's your point. What, so what kids, are you kids are not drawn to Pixar's crazy Wallies as much as adults are. Like you don't go up to a kid and have them like start talking about Wally. No, they talk about cars, right? So yeah, I, think, I mean, I get what I you're saying, but I don't the, think they it's dislike. Not the same, it's not the same thing because Pixar is for kids in the sense that it's something colorful and kids can easily be pulled into that. But the one that stands out to them the most is the simplest one, right? The one that doesn't try to fool you at all. It's not, you know, like Wally, which is, you know, trying to do like this silent ode to silent films almost and such. I'm and... trying to fool anyone though. <laughs> what? <laughs> What do you mean? It's not trying gotcha. To this anyone. movie has messages. <laughs> yeah, it because Pixar has a lot of. They often put a lot of deeper themes, but then they focus on trying to get those themes across, right? Yeah, but it's the ones that don't really follow those, or those themes are more on the surface that it the kids are drawn to. Hence, Cars. Kids love Cars. They don't care about <laughs> Wally. I have never once heard a kid. I have never once heard a kid bring up Wally in any conversation ever. Kids, I honestly think kids do not like Wally. Well, all, all the children I have in my basement, they constantly talk about Wally. So. <laughs> but that's because you force them to, Sean. Oh. That's not fair. So I don't, uh, think, I don't think it's a good example to compare the two because Pixar is after a completely different market. 
at this point. I don't. I, don't I mean, I see your point. A like different should, market. I don't, well, I don't think it's a different market. I think it's the same market. But yeah, I mean, I see your point, Sean. I guess like, like you, in I'm a perfect saying all world, this every... with the understanding that I enjoyed the film. That's fine. Right. I, 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 I was think trying you're... to get at something more beyond just I liked it, though. Right. So I think what your argument is that I mean, Pixar and possibly other studios have proven that children's movies can have deeper messages and don't have to be constrained to the normal say, toilet humor of children's movies, I guess. Um, yeah. Which, yeah, that's true. That's definitely true. Um, I don't know. I guess... I guess I just... Are, but I just feel like if every film was a... Like, every kid's film was as good as a Pixar film, like, I still feel like I, I'd want to, um, at some point, still watch a stupid movie. Yeah, I guess that, like, so... <laughs> I, which I, I know, I realize what I just said, and it's terrible, but I don't... I don't know. Uh, like, I, I mean, I totally get it. And they even kind of make a kind of joke about it at the end. Like, this isn't that type of movie. Right. You know. Um, but I, I guess what I'm saying is it's like, then, okay, then then don't make it that type of movie. Have it be a stupid kid's fart joke, dumb, silly. And, and it is that, obviously. Yeah. But there's so much of it that only works as a snarky 30-something, <laughs> get it, meta jokes, meta jokes, meta jokes. Like... Like, to me, that's where I guess – and I get the – I like that those – laugh at those, and I love it, and I think it's hilarious. It's great. I'm not, I mean, I guess it's semi-hypocritical. Not I'm not I'm not criticizing. It's not I, it's, I it's think just, it's, like, I, it's for the parents, I guess, right? Like, they're – Yes? To at least let – like, it's like the, the people in the writer's room are like, ah, oh, we throw at these stupid – all this stupid kid stuff. All right, we'll throw a bone to the adults. Sorry, adults. You had to sit through this. I mean, because the people that write these shows – are very invested in that universe too. Like, I guess so. Like, like the if you people go back that to the... write Teen Titans Go love DC Comics and love all that stuff, and they put in a lot of snarky stuff because they're like, ah, somebody will catch this, and it'll be like a little inside joke, right? And I yeah. mean, people do, have been doing that since the beginning of time. Well, no, that's what I was going to say. Though I don't, th- I think there's a certain like if you go to like dreamworks movies and stuff animated movies like we notoriously kind of not we hate them but you know they're notoriously right. notoriously derided for throwing in the pop culture reference of the day so the right. Pay, right and this isn't that i think this is for sure better and smarter than that but yeah. if you go back like even to like the like if you go back and watch snow white there's no meta jokes to that you know what i'm saying like obviously it's a different time and place animation was like right like it was an authentic children's movie like what why can't it just be an authentic children's movie well my counter to that is once again where you find success i mean you've seen the trailer for wreck it ralph 2 yeah I, that's what i'm just like everything is that so looks, ah. I, I, yeah. I mean i i love the first one and i'm hoping yeah. for the second one i think it'll be funny but it's just like like okay D- it, disney owns everything we get it and they're making jokes about themselves so it's okay but there's like I don't, it just is like what are we laughing at anymore? What are we laughing at? Sean, I didn't laugh at the trailer, <laughs> if that matters. Well, <laughs> uh, like, no, but you're I really, the one creating point. it, Disney, and then you're making fun of yourself. So, like, uh, like I don't know. I mean, that's that's even further off topic than specifically Teen Titans. But I guess it just all contributes to this, like, just very – it's the elongation of time. We're no longer children and adults. We're all – once we hit, like, 12, we're just 12 until we're 60. And it's the same. We all. That's what it is. And I'm playing. I'm saying it very condescendingly, but I am that too. So it's judgmental of me to say that. But I don't know. It's just I'm constantly struggling with this. Like, 
I'm watching the same thing as a 12 year old and enjoying that. Like, and maybe there's nothing wrong <laughs> so with that. That's maybe problem. that's nothing wrong with that. that maybe well, then, that's, that's fine. Th- then the solution is go see Sorry to Bother You. Yeah, exactly. That's this, the, and we should repeat that. Just saying, we need to do an episode on Sorry to Bother You and after this to counter it. To take, you know, is to literally the upset that kids can enjoy the same thing as he does. So it makes him feel <laughs> no, like they're not enjoying away. the same thing though. I'm laughing at something different than the children are. That's my point. I laughed at a lot of the stuff the children. Okay, well, <laughs> well, let's get into some of that stuff because after all that tirade, they, I did actually like this film a lot, and it was really funny, and there was good stuff in it. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, it was kind of like the Deadpool of kind of DC's universe, even though it's not like actually connected in any sense, right? It's just it, yeah. it, it's beating down the tropes, kind of. Yeah, I would compare it to Deadpool, um, and not just because they mentioned Deadpool a lot in the film, <laughs> and the villain was Deadpool. Not look at <laughs> look at the camera and say something funny. Yeah. Um, or offensive. Uh, I didn't realize one thing that I was kind of surprised. I I don't know. Maybe one of someone mentioned this, but I didn't realize it was going to be a musical. So that was actually kind of fun in a surprising way. Like, that was, oh, yeah, I enjoyed that a musical. lot. That show oh, that cool. is just full of songs. They, oh, they're constantly it? breaking out into song in the Teen Titans Go show. Um. Some of my favorite sequences. I love the sequence where they just went back in time to stop all. Yeah, that whole thing was fantastic. <laughs> that like was the, maybe my favorite moment. And you mentioned yeah. the music. I thought that song, the like the oh, yeah. EDM song in the on Krypton, uh, was freaking yeah. hilarious or just uh, really really fun. Yeah, I love. Um, I loved one that they included a scene with uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just push yeah. them right back to the sewer. <laughs> Well, what was funny, uh, so funny about that whole uh, time travel sequence is that they're essentially responsible for like a bunch of murders now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, well, that was the when they went the back way, in the when they, they went back in time to Batman's was fix, like yeah. so dark. Like yeah. that's so dark because then they are now responsible for murdering his parents. Yeah, and what's funny is that, or what I thought they could have done is. So they established Robin's um, past or his origin story, so to speak, but they didn't go back to like correct his own. Or, you know what I mean? Like yeah, his I was... own parents dying. They didn't really mention it. It wasn't a thing. Yeah, and so well, then I was like, stay a hero." No, I know, but it's just funny that uh, not funny, but it just if you consider the fact that oh, he can save people's parents to stop them from becoming having a tragic life, he didn't even do that for himself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that, I want my parents dead. I don't want to save my parents. Like, what? Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was kind of... They should have at least made a, a little wink at it or something. Anyway. And I like the, um, the Michael Bolton yeah. song was hilarious. Yeah, was, I was, was really going to say that too. Yeah. Upbeat, inspirational song about life. Yeah, with the... What is it? The uh, Lisa Frank art all over the place. That yeah. Was, that was pretty cool. Um, also, I love that we finally got to see Nick Nicolas Cage play Superman. Yeah, that was pretty good. I, th- I felt like that was definitely a little a little wink to the adults in the audience. Sorry, Sean. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's there's that, and then also his son Kal-El. Yes, he named his son Kal-El in real life. Uh, was the right. voice of young Batman in the? Yeah. the no, past. it was young. Oh yeah, it was young. Yeah, young Bruce Wayne. When they went back and little baby Bruce Wayne. When they oh, is that right? Him. And then that's pretty funny. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that. That's good. Uh, uh, and I love his catchphrase or like his oh yeah crack crack an egg on it. That was pretty good. 
Um, there was a lot of just like weird non sequitur humor too. That was really funny. Um, my and I love his dream sequence. It was just like out of nowhere. I, like what is happening? Like the Lion King parody? Like dream oh, yeah. oh yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, that <laughs> reminds. Laughing. Yeah, that was really really funny. Actually, one of the things I really liked about the film is that they changed animation styles. Yeah, actually, many I times, liked that a lot. and I really enjoyed that. I thought that was really cool. Um, I yeah, and it I think it kind of fits in with this movie hat because it wasn't going to be like a serious kind of movie they got to play around and have some stupid fun like mm-hmm. that whereas you know you can't really do that in a film that doesn't break the fourth wall you know what i mean so yeah uh and it was kind of it i would say like actually the first like it was only a 90 minute film i felt like the the kind of end it didn't drag but i felt like there was a little bit of the lull but like they did a really good job for the first hour for sure of just constantly making it funny and entertaining and visually striking and different and yeah. you know like i was just like the whole time surprisingly entertained for for most of it um especially for what yeah it was a kids movie so i yeah. really liked how they constantly tried to break out into their own theme song every time it's like who are you yeah. which is the theme of the movie right who are yeah. you so every time that would happen right. they would attempt to break out into their song it happened so much it was so uh and and things like yeah there i mean it was fun to spot like even like the first shot i feel like just because it's like the city and there's a whole bunch of just like little background little nods to everything yeah um and then like even the crowd scenes with all of the heroes like catching all the random heroes and stuff and i don't even know all the characters it reminded me a little bit of like the batman arkham games where it's just like all these references that i got i don't get every single thing um but like the challengers of the unknown, I don't know who they are, but I assume they're an actual group in the DC universe. Yes, they're, they're an actual group. Oh, are they? I thought um, they yeah. made them up, actually. No, they're they're an actual group. That's pretty funny. That was, <laughs> but that, was that good. plays into the actual fact that they're so unknown. Yeah. Um, and the voice of the main challenger guy, he sounded like Will Ferrell, but I didn't see him in the credits, so I don't know. Um, oh. But I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if it was Will Ferrell. I love the running joke with Raven, where she's just like portals yeah yeah it's the the solution to everything portals it it, i think dc has that problem where they're like oh we'll make a super team uh oops we accidentally put a a a hero on the team who is just op it's like superman do you really need the other members of the justice league (laughs) like raven do you really need robin yeah uh it was actually kind of funny to see all the cameos like yeah, I was looking through it. Like Will Wheaton was in it, I guess yep. for some reason. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was, that uh, was the the Shia LaBeouf joke. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was random. Poor Shia LaBeouf. I know. I felt like that was undeserved. Maybe like five years ago, it would have been okay. That's again too. Like, do kids hate Shia LaBeouf? Like, yeah. Like, like <laughs> did he know who he is? I guess. Well, now they'll hate him. Now, even if they now they will, they're breeding hatred for Shia LaBeouf at a young age. If you're going to hate Shia LaBeouf, it should come organically. <laughs> Nurture over nature. Um, and yeah, just things like Jimmy Kimmel was in there and um, Patton Oswalt. Yeah, Atom. that was funny. Yeah, I loved um, all the the different movies that they were making, all the different yeah. movie posters. Actually, it's uh, actually I, I meant to bring this up earlier, but it's a good. It's funny how the film open or not opens with the first kind of you know act is all about um, the all the other superheroes being made, and they basically 
Like, they just greenlit all these superhero films, and they kind of have, like, this montage of all the logos on screen, and here are all the super films that are going to be made. And did you guys see the announcement from DC or Warner Brothers, I don't know if it was today or yesterday or a couple days ago, about their line of, basically, the DCU in the next couple years? No. Basically, they announced all the films that are coming out in the next two to three years in the DC universe. And it, like, is, obviously, this movie came out before that announcement, but it's, like... It's spot on parody of actual reality because it is just like, uh, let me see if we can find an article or something like that. But it's just like all these, all the obvious ones. Like, so whatever, you know, you know, Shazam and Aquaman. Random hodgepodge consider we yeah, know they're trying to make like, okay, like on, a thousand yeah. Gotham like, City stories. There's like, you know, the, the Joker origin movie and then there's another Joker Batman movie and then another Joker movie and then the, um, the Harley Quinn movie and then the gotham sirens movie and then like lobo movie and it's like like who is like they're just like we're just grabbing at anything now uh, it's just i don't know i just thought it was kind of funny and just really just the timing of what what they were doing in the movie with exa- it's exactly reality of them just going yep right we're just throwing everything up there supergirl is going to get her own movie um i don't know whatever else let's see let me see oh, i found the list okay let's see Aquaman, Aquaman, Shazam, Wonder Woman, obviously, Joker origin movie, Cyborg movie, Green Lantern Corps. Like, some of these are obvious. Suicide Squad 2, I don't know how that's happening, but Flashpoint, Batgirl, Nightwing, Justice League Dark, um, Deathstroke, Black Adam, Lobo, like, New Gods. I don't, I'm, I only vaguely am aware of who some of these things are. Harley Quinn and Joker, rom-com movie. Another Joker movie with Jared Leto, you know. So, anyways, <laughs> is all happening? Uh, they're bound to fail because all of these are set in Gotham, which is <laughs> not good. Um, but yeah, just just uh, poking fun of just like the industry too, just in general, was is always kind of fun. Um, yeah, as much as it is kind of a product of that, it it's still. Yeah, it's nice to stab the people who are feeding you. I don't know. That's not the saying, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, just... aren't we feeding them? They're well, I just meant like the studios that are giving them the green light to make them. I, I assume they're kind of the same thing that greenlit a Teen Titans movie. Oh, right. A yeah. theatrical movie. You know what I'm saying? saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep. Well, that's the movie. I, <laughs> I'm not sure, but it, yeah, yeah, overall, I enjoyed it. It was funny, um, but I think I mean, it kind of yeah. plays into like a bigger. I mean, this the the themes of the story are not, or the story itself is not very deep, but the themes, you know, like you kind of get what it's going for, right? Is I mean, yeah, it's yeah. like the, the I mean, con- it was the concept of a hero, right? They're they're vain and obsessed with uh, getting a movie and being famous and being recognized over just being heroes. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it worked on some good levels. It, it wasn't incredibly deep, but it was probably better than a lot of cash grab kid children's <laughs> films. Like, the funny thing is that, like, as much as I was obviously going off and kind of being critical early on, like, watching trailers for a kid's film is awful. There seems like there's going to be so many awful children's <laughs> movies coming oh, yeah. out. <laughs> like, well, oh, I... God, these look so bad. <laughs> Well, I, actually, I'm kind of curious because I showed up 15 minutes for, late for the movie and still made it on time. That says how many trailers there oh, were. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't even see a single one. But Oh, other than the Grinch movie, maybe? 
Uh, I actually didn't see a Grinch trailer. I was expecting oh. to, but um, I don't know. Whatever. Maybe that one's fine. I, I How would to like Train Your Dragon to 3. I didn't see that. Uh, I saw, like, Ralph 2. I did not see that either. Well, they were showing me, like, just the D-list trailers. There was, there was one with Channing Tatum, Smallfoot. Yes, foot. that's the one I, Smallfoot. That's, like, that's the epitome of just, like, the worst cynical <laughs> Hollywood cash grab. It reminds me of that Norm of the North. I never saw it, but do you remember a trailer for that that movie? Seems like some polar bear in New York City or something. Oh, yeah. Came out last year. Like, the trailer, it just looks so bad. It just looks like the most hackneyed writing, just, like, Kick out a script, throw, attach a couple recognizable names, and but, uh, okay, he's a Bigfoot, and oh, look uh, at this human, he's a little foot. Uh, uh, Yeti or not, here I come. Like you know, oh, like God. just like the I bet you, someone came up with that pun before they even had an idea for the. Like, <laughs> yes. oh, we got to make a movie around that <laughs> sentence. I don't know. Maybe it would be great, but just like, uh, just like things like those types, those you know, yeah. level of. Just yeah. and, and then of course oh th- that the worst is that because during the trailer then they start playing um, Don't Stop Believing by Jer- like the journeys I was like uh, oh Mike are you kidding me are you kidding me uh, like even ten years ago that would be kind of like pushing it as cliche but now in 2018 you're still like Don't Stop Believe like in the world of the North when a Yeti jumps out of his comfort zone I mean even they don't say that you know like and then they yeah. cue the music and uh, just. Uh, so, anyways. Oh, also, we we didn't talk about Slade at all, which there's a there's good and bad to it. One, I thought it was a really weird choice to put uh, Will Arnett as the voice of Slade, considering uh, he yeah. is known to kids far and wide as, as the voice Batman. of Lego Batman. <laughs> I did like. I will say on a side note that I thought it was hilarious that Batman himself like never talked. He was yeah. like some weird like grunting <laughs> yeah. like. Yeah, why did he something? ever speak? And like he would smile this like super weird cheeky yeah, smile. Was, like, I just thought that was Batman a hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, it's a hilarious version of Batman. I like that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I like Will Arnett a lot, and I guess yeah. he was a producer on the film, so he yeah. maybe just kind of had choice of whatever. And I'm not super familiar with Slade anyway, so I was like, all right, whatever. I guess he's Someone a bad guy. Someone never watched the original show. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not ashamed of that necessarily. I have seen probably episodes. But was, but it, why did they ever refer either... to him as his villain name? Uh, because you're, it's a kid's movie, and there's just something about using the word death with kids uh huh oh is he deathstroke yeah he's yeah. Deathstroke. Yeah. oh that's what i thought but i was like but they kept calling him slade so i yeah. guess he's a different character okay no i know who deathstroke is but yeah yeah that is weird <laughs> i mean it's the Even same though, thing in, yeah. it's the same thing in the original show right they never oh, actually they... call him deathstroke they always call him slade oh really okay yeah interesting, interesting. okay was it this rated pg-13 though no it was rated pg for sure oh, okay Okay. I did. I did love his powers of mind control. That was pretty funny. Yeah, that was <laughs> good. That was pretty good. There was some good running jokes throughout the film that just kind of kept you like, "Oh yeah, good. They brought that back." And I don't yeah, know. I liked. I liked uh, when he tried to do the something on Robin's shirt, and just for one one cut, Robin lost his shirt randomly. <laughs> that was and funny. The very the very next yeah. cut, it was back on. Him. That was very <laughs> funny. That was a good. I laughed a lot at that one. Yeah. Yeah, um, uh, I recommend it. It's, it was a funny time. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I I had a good time, but I I can't say I'll just wholeheartedly recommend it to anyone and everyone. No, yeah, that, yeah. 
I would recommend it for kids because we know sure. how many uh, kids listen to after the credits. Um, <laughs> yep. Kids, go watch this movie. Uh, and then any nerds, which I assume actually anybody that would listen to this is probably a nerd of some level. Because Yeah, I mean, obviously, if, if you're our friends, you'll students. probably enjoy it. If you're our friends and or family, you'd probably enjoy it on some level. And so, yeah, go watch it. Yeah. But I just like, you know, like if you're someone who loves, goes to the film and, oh, I loved, you know the post last year and i loved like they're not gonna get anything out of this movie is my point right no they're not i, I, well, I don't know I, I don't know maybe they did, will did but you see I the just... post last year yeah i saw it well you saw teen titans so. <laughs> That's true. got him oh, yeah, my, my own petard uh, i was probably saying this is my second favorite comic book movie of the year um, take that sure yeah i guess i mean uh, uh let's see it's a second or third i actually well i, I what i is it the contest between deadpool or what i would say well the other ones would be black panther ant-man and the wasp avengers 4 deadpool and, um and this and i think i'm missing something but those five at least yeah i would definitely top five well good see quality um so that's a that's a wholehearted shrug endorsement question mark from after the credits uh well okay let's put it this way if you could only see one movie a month Hmm. would you would you make this movie that movie yes no i would also say no because you guys are heartless. Well, <laughs> right now there's a lot of good movies out. So it's a tough month. Yeah, that's true. It's weird, though, because usually August is a pretty bad month. But I think like there's a lot of kind of weird like indie, kind yeah. of you know less mainstream films. That I think, I think really uh, next on my list is 8th uh, Grade. Uh, yeah, Burger. I really want to see that. I've heard really good things about that. Too. Yeah, I think that's my next one. Uh, Sorry, Teen Titans. You're not going to get watched again by me. But how many of those movies have slayed? Maybe Will Arnett shows up. You could see yeah, him showing get, up in yeah. sure. eighth grade or something. Yeah. No, he's he's totally he's totally not in anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Chris, you're moonlighting as Will Arnett's agent, aren't you? No I am. Reason. Cool. Um, all right. Well, anyone? Any final thoughts, Chris? Any final? Um, you know, like wholehearted love letters to this movie. Uh, I mean, I mean, I really liked it, and I think though my favorite moment, what actually got my you know gave me goosebumps, was as a fan. I grew up with the original show, so when it did cut to that, I was just like, you know, I was like goosebumps. I was just like, oh my god, what? I was completely unexpected, and I think it's really weird. Or not, I, I think it's weird in a cool way that, you know, they they sat there and that was the announcement, right? Was It was after Teen Titans go to the movies. And then they've actually not said anything about it since. That Like, that is it. You know, like, normally it would be like, okay, everybody, oh, now, yeah, now yeah, we talk yeah. about it, blah, 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 right? No, it's just like, hey, this is something for the people that go watch the movie. You know, they're probably yeah. the ones that watch the original show. You know, like the 
I'm impressed in kind of a good way that there's not just like a over budgeted marketing push on this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That's interesting. That's kind of cool. Cool. All right. Well, um, let us know what you thought. If you, if you watch this film and loved it or hated it or in between, let us know, leave some comments on some random message or just go to a random YouTube video and leave a comment about our video on that video. Um, also let us know, let us know if you'd like to hear us talk about mission impossible six mission impossible. It's mission impossible list. Sorry. That, that was the previous one. My bad. <laughs> Until then, um, subscribe and like and listen to us on all the places, iTunes and Google Play and RS feed and our website at afterthecredits.podient.co. Um, and I think that's uh, an email in us. Sure. Do all those things. But until next time, thanks for staying after the credits. And Teen Titans, go! Bye, everyone.